Welcome to According to the Scriptures, where doing things according to God's Word is of eternal importance to us. I'm Kyle Webb, and I'm glad that you are here. A few weeks ago, I was privileged to speak in a men's seminar at the Clearview Church of Christ in Sumner County. The theme was Making a Difference, and there were lessons on making a difference in the home, making a difference in our schools and our workplaces, and in general, making a difference in life. There were other ways of making a difference in the church, and my assigned topic was making a difference by using technology. And I don't claim to know everything about technology, uh, but I do use it in the church, and I do use it in our work. And there are good ways that we can use technology, such as what we're doing today, by bringing you a message by use of internet and radio. So I wanted to share that message with you in hopes that it might be beneficial to you. So get out your Bibles, a pen and paper if you'd like to take notes, and stick around after the lesson is over. And I'll be back with you after a short break to give you more information about our congregation and how to contact us. I'm glad to be a part of this. I feel like a small country church preacher doing big preacher work today. Um, Stephen called me and, and uh, asked me if I had any books that I'd written. I don't have any books that I've written or anything like that. Uh, but I am thankful for this opportunity and I do feel confident in the, the lesson that, that I have. Um, the church, technology, and the future. Using technology to make a difference. Uh, how can we use technology to make a difference as far as our work in the church, as far as all the things that we do? What are some ways that we can use technology in doing that? I, I use technology uh, a lot in making bulletins and things like that as far as the, the church is concerned. Uh, we have recently at, at Mars Hill started using PowerPoint and things like that, and so we've been really working with it. Uh, whenever I told my wife my topic, um, that I was assigned, she said, what do you know about technology? I help you with everything. And that is the truth. Um, but she has taught me a lot about how to use it. My, my lesson is not teaching you how to use technology. My lesson is teaching you how to use it to make a difference. And there is a big difference in, in those thoughts. I, I wanted to start today with how do we use technology outside of the worship service? Um, we know how we use technology in the worship service. I'm going to get to that in, in just a moment. But how do we use technology outside of worship? What are some good ways that we can use technology? Uh, first of all, let's remember our mission. And I don't think this is, is new to any of you. But Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 
teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. One of the greatest ways that we can accomplish this mission, and and let's look at these words here for a moment in, in verse 19. The word go. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations. Now, we often use this to say that there are many ways that we can go. We can use uh, different modes of transportation to go into the world physically. But let's think outside of the box. We don't necessarily have to go to these nations to spread the gospel to all these nations. And technology can be a big part in our spreading the gospel. So one of the greatest ways for us to accomplish this mission of spreading the gospel in the 21st century is by the use of technology. Now, there are ways in which the church has used technology to its advantage, and part of this lesson is is going back and looking at what we have done. One of the the first ways in which we have used technology is by radio. Uh, Radio is a, a very good way of us spreading the gospel. We have programs such as International Gospel Hour. It goes back to V.E. Howard, Winford Claiborne, uh, Jody Apple, and and currently Jeff Archie as a speaker of that program. And it's been a a great uh, way of of spreading the gospel to our world. Congregations have begun streaming their their own services by radio waves. A lot of times, especially on Sunday mornings, uh, you turn on a radio station and you'll hear a service of some church. Um, maybe a lot of different denominations. Um, but we have uh, that method of spreading the gospel in that way. We have 24-hour online networks, uh, such as Know the Truth Radio and the Gospel Radio Network that, that I work with. Um, and the, this is something that's also good. Both of these, you can uh, pull up an app, tune in radio. And you can find both of these on there. And 24 hours a day, you have congregational singing and gospel preaching all throughout the day. And who would I be if I didn't plug my own program in here? Uh, according to the scriptures is something that I began uh, working with. Actually, uh, several years ago when I was at Gilroy, I had a, uh, one of our, our ministers there uh, was trying to, to find someone to help him with a, a radio program that he was launching with the Gospel Radio Network. And then it was gleanings from Gilroy, and whenever I moved to Mars Hill, um, I, I kind of took over this program, and I changed its name to According to the Scriptures. And actually, that name goes back to a radio program that had begun years ago with L.D. Lawrence. I don't even remember him. Roy does. Uh, we were talking about it last night. Uh, when the, uh, Brother Lawrence, whenever he began the original According to the Scriptures radio program over regular radio waves, it was a 15-minute program, and I was talking to one of the preachers uh, that was uh, also at Mars Hill at the time, and he, he referenced the line of this song as far as radio waves, but this is what Brother Lawrence thought about whenever he uh, began that radio program. Give the winds a mighty voice. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Let the nations now rejoice. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Shout salvation full and free. Highest hills and deepest caves. This our song of victory. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. 
His idea of giving the winds a mighty voice was using radio waves to carry the gospel to all nations. And what an interesting thought there, and I knew this had to be a part of our lesson, um, but, but, but certainly we do use radio waves and other things as well to spread the gospel, and those are great things that we do. But beyond radio, we also have television, the, the visual programs, uh, things that, that have be, begun years ago. In Search of the Lord's Way is the, the oldest one that I can remember uh, with Mac Lyon and Brother Phil Sanders uh, currently speaking for that program. Uh, we also have Good News Today with Jim Dearman and Mark Teske. We have Preaching the Word that, that began with James Watkins and Cliff Goodwin. And, and a lot of times these programs could be viewed on Sunday mornings and, and at other times uh, on local programming in, in different ways. And those are, are, are great programs uh, that we have used to spread the gospel. Um, we have 24-hour television networks such as the Gospel Broadcasting Network. Uh, with a variety of programs, including children's programming also. You have Apologetics Press, World Video Bible School, The Gospel of Christ, uh, Focus Press. All of these have recorded programs on uh, DVD or flash drive, and, and they can share with members and visitors of individual congregations. Um, a lot of these are on Roku TV, and one of the things that we have utilized at Mars Hill recently is we've been using the, the Roku and doing lessons on that and doing Bible studies with that. So that's a, a wonderful way of us spreading the gospel. And bringing us into the 21st century, we have internet. Uh, all of the above have taken their various programs to the World Wide Web, utilizing websites and other various sources to share their programming with a larger audience. And much of this programming is free to take advantage of. One of the things about the Churches of Christ, uh, we don't ask for money. And most all these programs reference that. We don't ask for money. Uh, we want your souls. We are interested in your souls more so than your wallet. And that's a, a good thing that we do. We can also use technology for encouragement. Every one of us has one of these. Um, we have cell phones and other phones and uh, other ways of communicating. We have tablets and computers, and we can use Facebook and, and YouTube and all of these things as encouragement. We can uh, encourage each other. We cannot just uh, share messages and services and things like that, but we can also use these as methods of encouragement. Call your, your fellow church members uh, when you haven't seen them in a while or just to talk to them, encourage them um, by, by talking to them. We can text and email each other, and those can be used to share messages of encouragement. Uh, when someone has missed services, we can share bulletins and things like that. Those are all good ways of using technology to encourage one another, and certainly that is what we should do. Let's get into the worship service. How do we use technology in worship? What are some ways that we can use technology to make a difference for our members? There are a variety of ways technology has been used as a, a sort of upgrade to our worship. Microphones. I have a good story for those of you that remember my grandfather. Um, he had a very loud voice, you know. And so at Science Hill, whenever they first got the microphone, I, I, 
I don't remember this. Uh, I was there, I'm sure, but I don't remember it personally, but I remember the story. And he had such a loud voice that, that he said, you know, if, if I'm too loud, when you turn the microphone on, just motion me back and I'll back up. And so they motioned him back. And he led a little bit longer. They motioned him back. They motioned him back again until he got back to the baptistry, which was just a big space. He would have fallen in if he went any further. And then they didn't, they realized they didn't even turn the microphone on. <laughs> and so that's where he left from. But microphones can, can be used to uh, upgrade our worship services. For those that, that are hard of hearing, it helps them to hear uh, all throughout the building. And so microphones can be very useful in that. Projectors and TVs uh, have been used to provide video presentation. Uh, we have PowerPoints of our sermons and we have uh, the songs. Um, we actually had this last Sunday, we had a couple that visited that was both deaf and mute. And we had uh, difficulty communicating with them because none of us use sign language or anything. But we did have the video presentation. We had the, the songs and we had the sermon on the PowerPoint. And as uh, the service went um, and, and ended, uh, the husband especially was like, that was very good. They could follow along with those things because we had that. And so that can be used in a, a variety of different ways. Uh, we, another thing here that, that I thought I would mention, uh, something that, that congregations have used to supposedly upgrade the services is the use of lighting. And this is not something that, that I recommend. I don't see the, the change of lighting to change the mood and things like that to be necessary nor needed. Uh, it's not an enhancement to the worship service. And and, and I think we've get, gotten away from what church is supposed to be, what, what our services are supposed to be. It's not an enhancement, but it really becomes a distraction to what we are really aiming for as far as, as what God desires of our worship. We have, since 2020, used technology to facilitate worship. In a time where we couldn't safely be together or didn't think that we could safely be together, we used technology. We as churches found a way to use technology to facilitate those worship services, to make sure that we were still worshiping God. Uh, one of the things that I loved about seeing um, the services from here at Clearview, um, all together, all over the place. And that's exactly what we did. We tried to be together. Even when we couldn't be together, we were all over the place, but we were all together in our worship services, and I think that's wonderful. Uh, we used live streaming. Uh, some congregations learned how to do that. We had already been doing that at Mars Hill. Um, but we, we learned how to use live streaming. We, we learned how to have Bible classes. We used Zoom and Facebook and YouTube and and, and those were good things, especially at the time. Now, in retrospect, uh, again, we had that idea in mind that we were going to make something happen. Even when we couldn't be together, we were going to make sure that we continued the services of the church. And there are those that, that think that was a great idea, and there are those that think that, that it was a, a bad idea, that we should never do it again. But in that time, that's what we did. And under the circumstances, I think that is the best that we could do. We found ways to make it happen. 
And I think we should have that idea in mind when we use technology, again, using that idea, just having ways of making something happen, even when uh, it's very difficult. We need to keep that in mind. Something that, that I think we need to address, and this will be my last point, but when using technology, uh, sometimes it becomes a detriment to the church. Sometimes it is something that hurts the church. And it is something that we need to address. You see, in all of this, especially since 2020, many have been, uh, become accustomed to online worship. Uh, when and where, it doesn't matter. You can roll out of bed. You can worship in your PJs. You can uh, check off that box. That's the, the main thing. We'll just check off the box. We worship today. We worship God today. And many think that that's all they need to do. We are no longer thinking about what we can gain from the worship service or even gain from being together. It's all about checking that box. Well, let me share with you that, that checking off the box is not the most important thing. There are things that we gain from being together. There are certain things that we gain from our worship services and serving God together. In Hebrews chapter 10 in verses 23 through 25, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful, assembling of ourselves, or I skipped one, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more, the more as you see the day approaching. I want you to focus on what is said in verse 24. The reason that we come together, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. The reason that this is written to the Hebrews, one of the things that they were, were having problems with was abandoning the, the assemblies altogether. There's a reason we come together, and it is to stir up love and good works. And you can't do that from being at a distance all the time. Now, live streaming services and things like that, that can be great. We have a member who has cancer right now and is unable to be with us personally, but he can live stream our services, and that's been a big encouragement to him. Uh, we have those that are shut in for various reasons, and live streaming services can be a great thing. But it can also be something of a detriment to the church if used in the wrong way. You see, Christians need to be careful not to lose our reasoning for assembling and being together in each other's presence. There's something special about us today being together, being here together in each other's presence and how encouraging that is. And to abandon the services of the Lord for online worship, it is something that, that can hurt the church very much so. But beyond worship, we have all these different means that we have talked about, internet, television, radio, that can all be used in good ways, but they can also be used to distract and turn Christians away from God. And these are the temptations of the devil. You think of the things that, that we use these for, uh, the music that we listen to, the TV shows that we watch, 
The websites that we visit can, if we're not careful, turn our senses to the pleasures of the world which are not of God. In 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. You see, the things that we can use as a great benefit to the church can also be used to turn our hearts away from God. And we need to be aware of that. Make sure that that we are, are not lovers of the world or the things in the world, that we are not so attached to them that we can't live without them because really and truly we should be attached to God. Our pleasure is in Him and not in the things of the world. So, as Christians, we should use technology wisely. Not to fulfill the desires of the flesh. We need to use it to glorify and honor our God. Technology used properly can be an encouragement. It can be a great tool. But when it is used improperly, just like with anything else, we need to use the things that we have, the tools that we have. We need to use them wisely. And when used improperly, it can become something that God is not pleased with. And it can lead us away from Him rather than closer to Him. So it's important for us as Christians to be responsible. We need to be responsible with what we have been given. All of these things can be great. They can be used to glorify God. But if we're not careful, they can be used to turn us away too. And so I, I can leave you with that, that, that the most important thing in regard to using technology to make a difference is that we don't allow it to turn us away from God. Thank you. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. On behalf of myself and the Mars Hill Church of Christ, we thank you for joining us. We hope you will be back with us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. right here on the Gospel Radio Network at tgrn.org. If you would like to contact us, our phone number is 615-203-3637. If you would like to find out more about our congregation, our website is www.marshillcoc.org. Our email address is marshillcoc at gmail.com and if you would like to contact us the old-fashioned way our address is 1135 Rucker Road Christiana Tennessee 37037 if you are in our area we would love to meet you in person our service times are 9 a.m. for Bible study and 10 a.m. for worship on Sunday mornings thank you again for joining us And until we meet again, may God bless you.